When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hashtag no music, no intro. Another episode. Hashtag Saints Twitter podcast. We're back. We're about to break down this this Bears game. Um, but before we even go into that, talk about that. Um, we got to talk about what's going on in Louisiana. Uh, Hurricane Zeta just passed. Um, so anyone who's listening to this podcast who's in the New Orleans or Louisiana area, um, I hope everyone came out okay. I know it's it's past, but just property damage or whatever. I just hope everyone's okay with you know from the storm, and you know Ryan was affected. You know, I mean, not you know obviously he's in Alabama and it's different type of affection, but he he was a no power, and I don't know if listeners know this, but when Ryan doesn't have power, like it's <laughs> Ryan got to have his. I need electricity, bro. <laughs> so, um, but I hope every, you know we hope everyone's okay. Made it through the storm, all right. Um, it's just this year has been taxing. I think that's the best word I can use to describe it. Just a taxing, taxing year. Just seems like it's just one thing after another. Um, and obviously, I mean, we we, we host a, a fucking Saints podcast, so. Um, we got we got to talk about what's going on in Louisiana, and so we hope everyone's okay. Yeah, they good shit, man. Half the people I know down there power already came back, so they good. <laughs> but if y'all power ain't back, you know, just hold on, it's coming. Just 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 hold in there, and then when it comes back on, make sure your phone's charged so you so you're listening to this episode right now. Um, Let's let's talk about it, man. Let's 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 not let's not pussyfoot around. Let's just dive into it. Um, Saints Bears. Saints are four and two. Bears are five and two. Hmm. I I I've said I've said they're a mirror image of each other in terms of just you know I I can't take them ser- either team seriously as a team just because of their deficiencies. And I know it may be easy for a lot of Saints fans to see how the Bears played against the Rams and just go, oh, that, this is this is cake. <laughs> like, this is going to be an easy win. Yeah. I, don't, I just I, – I, that is just – this Saints team has not given me that vibe all season that any game is an easy win. Like, I'll give them credit the way they came right. back against the Lions. Like, that was a huge game, like, in, in retrospect going down 14 and then just basically blowing the lions out. That was a very big game for them. But the bear, like 
the Bears are a good team and they have a good defense and we don't know what the revolving door of wide receivers going to be. We don't we don't know who's going to be out there uh, playing wide receiver on Sunday. Mike Thomas returned to practice today uh, as did Callaway. Um, but I, I, I'm not going to speculate like we we think like we all we've been saying like oh this is the week Mike Thomas is back we never fucking know so we're not I'm not we're, we I'm just, we're just gonna stop I'm done with predicting just gonna stop um, I'm done but, with predicting Mike Thomas <laughs> but when you look at the matchup we don't know what's we don't know the stats of Mike Thomas we don't know the stats of Callaway uh, although I, I would venture to guess Callaway is probably potentially more likely to play than um, than Mike Thomas but we have no idea but then you look on the on the on the bear side of things. Allen Robinson, their number one wide receiver, um, got a concussion against the Rams. So he's he's still in concussion protocol. Likely not going to play on Sunday. Uh, And then I don't know what to make of it, Ryan, but Khalil Max missed two practices due to an ankle injury. Don't do it. Don't do it. Saints fans, don't do it. Stone Payton, if you're listening, don't do it. Khalil Mack is playing. Just take that. Just If he doesn't, okay, but move as Khalil Mack is playing football on Sunday. Yeah, I, wouldn't, we, I wouldn't even pay attention to it. He's a veteran player. He don't need a damn practice during the week. It, it really doesn't. And honestly, the biggest – He's all week. He good. You know what I'm saying? The the biggest injury news of for that I think is a plus sign – it isn't Mike Thomas. It isn't Callaway. It's the fact that Armstead's gotten uh, two limited practices in, which seems to potentially indicate that he's going to play. Uh, he, he could. So that was that Armstead, was. You know, Armstead. Armstead will be on IR for a week, but then show up and play. <laughs> now, will he play the entire game? And I think that's huge. Uh, so let's look at, you know, we've been, ha- we've been hammering the defense. And so I, I want to start with the defense. This should be a game that the defense, the Saints defense should be able to show us something. Defense. <laughs> The Bears, like if they if they let Foles, come on, just man. hit his back foot and launch, man, and and let him get it, let him reinvigorate his you know Foles magic or whatever, man. That's when you gonna you gonna start seeing some bitching, you know, some players getting benched and you know some players getting called out publicly and all that stuff, man. Because like ain't no way, man. Like y'all gotta get it together. And I'm I'm not confident they will, bro. I'm not. Oh, I'm here. That's that's just podcasting and being on mute. Uh, <laughs> the the only saving grace that I will give the defense is that at times against Carolina when they were playing against Teddy, they they got pressure and yeah. Teddy was just able to escape it and he just had good pocket presence, step up, avoid rushes, avoid sacks. Yeah. Nick Foles is a statue back there, man. So yes, he's a statue. My my hope 
is that if that pressure and the Bears offensive line largely has not been playing well all season, my hope is that if they can at least have the same type of pressure that they had against the Panthers last week, those plays that we saw that were near sacks will be sacks against Nick Foles. Right. That's what you hope, uh, especially – I mean, we look at how Teddy was able to maneuver. It made sense. But with Foles, it's like, come on, man. Like, like you, you know where he's going to be. He's not going to outrun you. You know, he's not going to spin out tackles and all that stuff. So, you know, two firsts, Cam Jordan, uh, you know, uh, Rankins, Tuttle. Like, all those guys should act a fool, man. Like, they should, they should be able to bring it. And that's pretty much been the key. And like, you could just listen to Nick Foles. What was that comment? He's apparently made to uh, he made to the commentators on Monday Night Football. He was like, "Oh, about the like the uh, seven step Mag- drop." Yeah, like McNagan called plays, and and, and he like, man, this ain't gonna work. <laughs> I'm gonna get killed with this, you know. And so, like, come on, this is the offensive. This is the offensive line we going against. Like, man, come on, like, come on, Cam. The, 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 the strength of this Saints defense, well, it was supposed to be the secondary, but part of part of that of what, what led so much hope going into the season was their strength in the secondary, allegedly, mm-hmm. and their strength in their front seven. This has to be a game where we have to see it. You know, Marcus, Marcus is healthy. Cam's healthy. Uh, trigger, trigger Trey. Zach Bond's getting more snaps. Like, this should be a game where they, in theory, should be able to overwhelm the Bears' offensive line. Uh, uh, but Tariq Cohen, Tariq, Tariq Cohen, he's out. Out. Um, Alvin, you know, uh, Allen Robinson, like we said, good chance he'll be out this game. David Montgomery uh, is just not. I don't. I don't want to say he's not a good running back, but like the Bears' he, offense, he's just a guy. He's just yeah. a guy. The Bears' run game has been one of the worst in the in the NFL. So, as an offensive coach, if I'm if I'm Matt Nagy, right? If I know my running game is shit, and I'm going against a team that, regardless of what you say about them, that's one thing that they've done well for years: (laughs) is stop the run, whether that means anything or not, whatever. But in your if that's if that's your mindset, you should think like shit. We're we're coming out. We 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 throwing that thing. Like you know, secondary's bad. Like we're we're gonna test it yeah. out. And but here's the thing: it's in Chicago. It's supposed to be in the 30s. Got a wind breeze. So Ooh. we'll talk about that when we get the offense. But um, so I, I it's gonna be interesting. Um, but here let's not forget this little sneaky little subplot. Uh, Jimmy Graham revenge game. Man, and look, Jimmy, you know, say what you want. I mean, I feel like Jimmy's having a better run than he did in Green Bay. Oh, I, uh, yeah, so for sure. Because the they use him as a red zone weapon, which is what he is. You know, he's not a catch and run guy anymore. And, uh, you know, I feel like when I watch him, just his, uh, just his body language or whatever, for whatever reason, whatever you want to read into it, I just feel like he's, He's playing like more into it. If yes. that makes sense. Yeah, I and I've seen it too. Um, but speaking of speaking of things to look out for when, when for players for the Bears on, on when they're on offense, 
we, we talked about the Jimmy Graham revenge game little aspect. Honestly, here's the player, the player, two players I am worried about the most. Well, actually, three. The first one is Cole Komet, rookie tight end, Notre Dame. He looks uh, good, man. And I couldn't stand him as a prospect. Like I thought he was just a guy. Like I I watched him before the draft, and I was like, I yeah. don't see it. Like he just bored yeah. me. I didn't see it. Yeah, I remember. I remember being bored by him. I was like, eh. yeah, exactly. And but he's shown some flashes of being, you know, just making good catches. And my my concern and my worry is that depending on who the Saints put on him. I hope it's not Malcolm because Malcolm has shown that he is maybe not the best person to cover tight ends right now. Um, so he's, he's someone that can pose a challenge for the saints when the saints are on defense uh, with Allen Robinson likely to be out. That means that um, oh, I'm, I'm blanking on his name right now. The guy that went to Memphis, but uh, he's good, but he's like hurt. Anthony Miller. Sorry. Uh, so he kind of Anthony Miller will, will, you know, will come in, and so he kind of becomes like the de facto number one. Um, and you know how, you know, Marshawn's pet, you know, Marshawn played well, both him and Janoris actually played well last week. It was more kind of like on the safety play. Um, so, but he's someone that you want to keep an eye out on. Yeah. And then I, I don't know who he is. I know he's a rookie. I saw him flash against the Rams, uh, the rookie from Tulane, Moody, Muddy. I, I just saw him put some double moves on Jalen Ramsey that left Jalen Ramsey in the dust. And I just thought like, Oh, Oh, that's, that's a 70 yard touchdown. That's us. Like that's that, we done. Yeah, done. Yeah. Darnell, Darnell Mooney. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's, yeah, much, but he's doing something, you know, he's like 11.2 yards, uh, you know, per catch. I mean, he, he's yeah, a big, play, he's a big play guy. And yeah. And you can definitely see him. You definitely just see him being a guy that catches a touchdown or two. <laughs> yes, like forty yards, easy, easy. And I promise you, Mac Nagy, he's putting up a reel of all the big plays against the Saints defense, and is saying like, "Look, when they're in this coverage, you know, we're going to run this. You know, maybe it's like a crosser, you know, from a bunch of formation or something like that. They're going to fuck it up." Like they are going to fuck it up. The Saints defense is going to take a wrong read, or somebody's going to, you know, cover the cover a player that's already covered. They're going to fuck it up. So watch out for your shot. Like that's what they're going to tell. I mean, that's what every offensive coach is telling their offense when they play the Saints because they put it on tape, man. It's like, and once you put it on tape, the tape don't lie. It, do, it doesn't until, until they change it. It's going to keep on happening. Yeah, but. I would, you, you hit on everything. And I know, again, this is, when we do this podcast, what we try to do is we try to enlighten. So what we're trying to enlighten you is put the homerism to the side. We a hundred percent understand in theory, the Saints defense should be a, this, like, this should be a bounce back game right, for the Saints exactly. defense. What I'm saying is, I don't care who the wide receiver is. When he's not covered, he's gonna he's gonna catch the ball and run for a touchdown. I, I don't care how talented he is. You know what I'm saying? And that's the mistake the Saints secondary has been having. They haven't even these dudes ain't even covered. You know, so it's like, what you gonna do? So I mean, like that's it's that's the frustration with the secondary. Like it's all on them. The talent is there, hypothetically. It's like 
just do what's called like execute and all that stuff. And you know, whatever Dennis Allen needs to do, I saw they played more man coverage last week. I think that helped uh Lattimore and, and Jenkins with them together, you know, just playing straight up man coverage more so. But uh, you know, if that's the case, do more of that. But especially with Foles because he's not a runner, so you don't need to play much zone, you know, because he's going to eat up that zone coverage. So, you know, we'll see, man. Like, but it's all on them. Like, the secondary – if the secondary just plays a little better, the defensive line is going to play much better. You know, and then it'll it'll all just reverberate throughout the defense. And then you'll see, like, what we've been looking – what was on paper in the offseason, oh, the Saints defense on paper is one of the best. No. This got to play like that. And what's frustrating, if you th- let's, let's think about let's think about the last season, man. Going to that game against Chicago. Mm, Teddy's, Teddy's a starter. We thinking like, oh, we got to go to Chicago. Alvin didn't play that game. Alvin's hurt. Alvin hurt. So we, so we going to Chicago, no AK. We got Latavius. We got Teddy. And I think Jared Cook was hurt too, if I'm not mistaken. He, he may have been. He, and then – I, I know that the Bears offense was being led by Mr. Trubisky, who's one of the worst drafted quarterbacks ever drafted. But the way the Saints defense played that day, man, like, bruh, like right. you, that, I mean, just that stretch, like not, not that game, that whole stretch, that they whole stretch. every blade of grass. Like you it, had to work them to you had to work to move the ball against the Saints defense for like three quarters. Four quarter, they take their foot off the gas, be like, "Hey, you know, we good." Yes. For like for like two or three quarters, man, like you wasn't moving the ball. It was like a struggle. And I'm just like, "What is that defense?" <laughs> and so here's, here's the crazy part: we don't, I, we don't even need them to be. We don't. We're not even asking them asking them to get to that level. Right. But can y'all just be like a little better than? Just piss poor. <laughs> like, like I feel like we're not asking a whole bunch at this point, man. Because what, like, what if you if you look at it from a grand scheme of things, like what's really changed? Like, yes, they have Malcolm. They don't have Von Bell. But like, we lost we lost Eli Apple. Like, <laughs> was he the key? And he Von Bell. You know what I'm saying? Like, were they the Jenga pieces, and we just didn't know it? Like. I, I don't get it. I Ryan. do wonder about Von Bell. I'm telling you, like that was part of my hesitation about like wanting him gone. Yep. Because I was like, you know, he was just one of Ohio State guys. He was, he was, he was an ascending player. Yeah. To me, he and I, I know, you know, he hasn't been good in, in Cincinnati. I, I think that that leads to them. They, I think they're playing him out of position. Like they're playing him at free. Like Von yeah, Bell is uh, not a free safety. No, that's not him. No. That's um, the Bengals. But also, and here's something that I've, I've, we saw, I saw it on Twitter, on Saints Twitter throughout the week, and it's something that we talked about last season. I don't know where this, this fetish of playing Chauncey at the slot um, comes from. Like, when Bond, when Bond got hurt and Chauncey play, had to play strong, he he blossomed as a player. He did. Blossomed. And 
you know, Von Bell came back and then they moved him back to nickel. And he, I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, he doesn't, he's not a good nickel, but when they had Chandra Garcia Johnson at strong and they had um, PJ at, at slot, like the, the defense seemed to work, but Sean Payton has simply said, basically since, you know, Chauncey was drafted that he's, he's a slot, like he's a nickel. And, 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 well, yeah. And I don't know where that, that, that pigeon holding is coming from. Well, it's the obsession with, you know, these uh, positionless players, quote unquote, you know, it, they, they love the, you know, the versatility. They like to talk about and all that stuff, which is fine. Like, of course, every defense, every offense wants players that's versatile, but like, you have to be great at something. Like you have to, hang your head on something and they yes. don't really allow players to do that. And that's just what Sean Payton wants. That's that's what he wants on offense and that's what he wants on defense. Like the polar opposite of what Sean Payton wants is the Carolina Panthers defense. Like the Carolina Panthers defense is not very talented, but you're not gonna you're not gonna put up a lot of points against them. You know where they're gonna be, which is why like Drew Brees sliced them up last week. But at the same time you're not going to put up 30 or 40 points on them. Which is crazy because when you, when you think about it, if you take a, if you take a defense like Carolina using that example, and you just play that defense with better players, with better fundamentals or more talent, like, you know. (laughs) But then you got like, you know, the 2011 49ers or, you know what I'm saying, the Seahawks in the good days, you know what I'm saying, where they just play, they play what they play, but the players are so good, they just yes. There's nothing you can do about it. Perfect you know? example. Perfect example. Um, so I mean, and I'll, uh, let's also not forget because I think we've kind of hit on everything we need to hit when when the Bears are on offense. Um, Cordero Patterson, who ran back, uh, like that was a, like that was like one of the only plays that the you know the Bears had last last year. He ran back oh, the kickoff. Um, they, you just reminded me that was a beautiful one too. Beautiful, and I've I've, I've I've always been a fan of Cordero, man. Even when he oh, was yeah. at, he was in, what was it, Tennessee? Was he at Tennessee? Tennessee, yeah, yeah. Always loved Cordero, um, and I always wanted to for the I always wanted Sean to sign him just to be a returner, like yeah. Not even like I'm not even worried about like him as wide receiver, just just for him to return. But um, but he's gonna get looks, you know, at running back, you know, you know. The Bears, they're a five and two team, but they're also a five and two team that feels like they're being slighted or disrespected. Yeah. So, like, I wouldn't be shocked if there's some, like, you know, because they're not really doing much on offense. You know, you got to get creative. There be, may be some trick plays, trick plays, you know, it. Um, fake punts, all, all that. Be be ready. Like, we're saying be ready for it. Like, like, like we're coaches, but like, as, as fans, like just anticipate it. That just we just saying be be ready for it, be on the lookout for it, because it wouldn't. It's not going to be a shock at all when it does happen. So let's flip over to when the Saints are on offense, uh, and I'll let you start because I kind of hit on it in terms of it's going to be cold, you know, in the thirties, going to be you know brisk Chicago breeze going. Yeah, wind's supposed to be in the 20, 30, 30 miles an hour. Yeah. I don't know, bro. You know, <laughs> I think, you know, I mean, look, 
you you don't have to worry about like Drew Brees. He's gonna play like he's been playing. Um, the the Bears defense is really good. I love the secondary, the states, the safeties. They like they're the opposite of the Saints defense. Like, yes, they, they are like disciplined. They play their spots. They rally, tackle, don't allow leaky yardage and all that stuff. So. Like Drew Brees, he's gonna ha- actually have to play like he's been playing. He's gonna yes. be, have to be like really patient, pinpoint accuracy, um, and just hit his guys and you know try to you know big plays are gonna have to come yards after catch, and you're gonna have to limit mistakes. As I mean, it's that simple. Like he's just gonna have to play his game. Uh, I mean, the difference between that and like the Panthers is, you know, you're going up against a ferocious pass rush if. <laughs> Khalil Mack does play, but you also have like Akeem Hicks. Oh. You know he, you know he gonna be ready. You know he gonna be. Oh God, I ready. He just hates the Saints for some reason. I'm like, bro, like you barely did shit for the Saints. They traded you for peanuts. You got paid. Like what you mad for, bro? I, I, no, no clue, bro. And he like it's funny because he he's a better player than Sheldon, but like their their career arcs as Saints have been pretty similar. Right. Like, I mean, you know, Akeem was taken in the, in the third round and Sheldon was taken like a very higher first round pick. But, yeah. you know, Sheldon's breakout season was that 2018 where he mm-hmm. looked dominant. Yeah. And Akeem had, a, a, you know. 2013, he, yeah. he broke out, remember? Yep. And after that, it's kind of been like, oh, like, what's really going on? And, and and the funny thing is, like, I feel like my complaints about both of them as players is like, I just, uh, like, when I was as a fan, like, I want to see it more consistently. Like, yeah. show it to me. And the Saints never saw it enough from Akeem Hicks. And that could have been, he was, you know, he may have been being played out of, out of position. Who, who yeah, knows? Yeah, they had, they had him doing all types of things. All types of things. So I, I get it. But, I mean, he got traded to, like, a good team. In the Patriots, um, yeah. and then and then got paid. He's been paid twice now by Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Like, let it go, bro. <laughs> Too mad for me. Like, let it go. Like, I feel like, like he, it's like a he, like the Saints are like a, a jilted ex that he's still upset with. Like, why? That's exactly what it's like. That's exactly what it's like. <laughs> like, like, dude, like. And he, like, he still like makes comments on social media about the Saints and just like. Yeah. I'm like like whatever, sorry, we're getting off topic. Just sorry, Akeem Hicks annoys me. Just that, let it, let that be known. But he is terrific. He's he's damn good, and he's gonna go. He's gonna be going against Pete McCoy in a rookie. Mm. <laughs> they should have a plan for him. I'm trying to think. Last time we played. He wasn't. He wasn't healthy. He no, was out, he was he hurt. Was on our, he was hurt before last that. Year. Before that, I think we played them in 2017. That's, we played them. Yes, that's right. Yes. It was Mr. Biscuit's first year. Yes. Yeah, yeah. John Fox was head coach, and yeah, he was. He, he was. He was trying to hurt Breeze, man. <laughs> Damn, Brad's like that. <laughs> like for man. Man, bro, like, yeah, all right. I see how it is. So hopefully they have a plan for him, but it's hard to plan for interior pressure. It is, man. It's it's dudes just gotta block them up. Like, yeah, period. it's a lot. It's a lot easier to, to plan for you know rush, run, you know the edges. And 
let's let's I mean we're we're talking about the Chicago Chicago Bears defense. We're not really talking about the Saints offense, but like we want you as fans to know how good the Chicago Bears defense is. Like they are still a great unit. Like Khalil Mack, Keem Hicks, uh Robert Quinn hasn't had like a great season for them yet, but Robert Quinn's been like a Saints killer in the past. So <laughs> I wouldn't sleep on him at all. So <laughs> Oh, I done, I done seen enough Robert Quinn in my life to just know. <laughs> I'll never I'll never forget that that Rams game, bro. Like, never. oh my god, never. Um, but and that's one. Yeah, I think they have like two. Yeah, it's been like two. <laughs> it's been two, bro. Um, the first one was when he got uh, Charles. Uh, Charles, uh, oh, Charles, Charles Brown, Charles Brown bench, and then I think the other one was against Bushrod. Like he, so I just I still and here's it, let's let's think about this though. The player that the Saints wanted to trade for last season was Robert Quinn when he was a Dolphin, yeah. and he chose yeah. to go to the Cowboys instead and had a great year for for Dallas. But anyway, so, so that's just the front four, and then they have a oh. He, the hyphenated name guy that just is a good, a good ass player too. Um, and then linebackers, they got Danny Trevathan, who's still a, a good linebacker. They got Roquan Smith. Um, third, I think he's in his third year now. Georgia, one of, one of my favorite linebacker prospects I've, I've scouted over the years. And then, like you said, secondary. Kyle Fuller shut has shown he is a shutdown cornerback. Shutdown. And then yeah. Jalen Johnson, rookie, playing real well, must be nice. And then they got they got Eddie Jackson, who's a ball hawk. Like yeah. this is Eddie gonna like Dion Bush. Like they have some players, man. They got players, bruh. And I, I know a lot of people are just gonna really just think like, oh, like they just played like shit against the Rams, and they did. Um, in a big part of why they play like that is the Rams offensive line pretty much just blocked up their, their pass rush. And then, you know, just kind of marched down the field here and there, but this is not going to be an easy game for the Saints offensively. And I think when you factor in the cold and the weather, like this honestly should be a big Alvin game. And we say this a lot, it should be a big Alvin game it should be a, a big Latavius Latavius game. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, Latavius had, what, 100-plus yards last year? Like, you just got to let him work, man. Like, he's looked so good this year. I don't know what his yards per carry is right now, but I, I'm sure it's really good. Like, you just got to let him and AK and just run the piss out the ball, man. Like, even if it's just three or four yards here and there, you know, I hope Sean Payton doesn't just get, you know, too – you know how he gets, you know what I'm saying? I, he's not – if you ain't getting eight, nine yards per clip, you start getting a little, eh, no. Like, 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 it's okay Sean, to get four or five yards. That's good. Like, that's fine. Sean's so annoying sometimes, sometimes bro. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, yeah. So, I, I, I'm not expecting the Saints offense to go up there and put up 35, 40 points. But just, you know, kind of just keep going how they've been going. They've been playing ball control, protecting the defense. Um, and, the big thing, and the big thing when they're on offense, they got to protect it, man. They got, they yeah. got, they got to protect it like this. Like that's obviously the case for every fucking football game, but especially against a defense like this, you, yeah. they, they, they got to protect it. Yeah. So it's going to be huge. And, you know, of course, you know, turnovers and uh, 
and the, uh, you know, cliche stuff. But, you know, all that shit counts. And, you know, Saints have been pretty good as far as, like, you know, taking care of the ball and, you know, Drew Brees hadn't thrown in, you know, too many interceptions. Guys haven't been fumbling like crazy, knock on wood. So, you know, I think if they protect the, protect the ball and Drew Brees is, you know, just what's, what's look like he's just back to his normal self. He's acting mm-hmm. like his, like the light, like against the Panthers, he, his accuracy and ball placement was like, him, like, like it was, you know, like that's, that's why Callaway could get the catches yet. Cause the ball is right there between the, you know, between the numbers. Uh, you both. can't, you can't do nothing, but, but catch it, you know, that's all you can do. And, uh, I, what we expect to have, uh, EJ, um, you know, Manuel Sanders, he's going to be out still on the COVID thing. We'll see about Mike Thomas. Even if Mike Thomas does play, like, I mean, come on, it's been, you know, like six, seven weeks. So I wouldn't expect him to, you know, play, you know, 50, 60 snaps. He'll probably play, you know, 30 snaps or something like that. So, but I will, I do think that if he does come back, and we don't, we don't know if he is or not, but I think it will be. Cause I think that just uh, it changes potentially. I, I, I don't if if Chuck Pagano know that Mike Thomas is playing, and I don't know. I believe he typically just lets Kyle Fuller play his size. I don't know if Kyle Fuller travels, but yeah. if he does travel, um, that opens that opens things up for everyone else. Because if you're yeah. if you're taking. Um, if you're taking Kyle Fuller, you're locking him up. You're putting him on, you know, Mike Thomas, and who knows? Mike Thomas can come back, and he he's been back, like chomping up the bits, bro. He just might go off. I don't know. Yeah, he could. It, it, he could. It would not. It would not shock me. He just might go off. But you no know breeze gonna feed him. Oh, you know it. You know. You know what I want to see. <laughs> this is what I want to see, right? I was thinking about this earlier. I was gonna tweet it. If the if the Saints defense gets like a turnover, like an interception or something. Like let's say it's by Chauncey or whatever. Like I want them to rush to the end zone, and I want Mike Thomas to, like come on the field and then like re re interact their fight like they're shadow boxing. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> man, I would love I, that shit. I would. That would be, be beautiful. Cry, <laughs> cry, bro. Just have Chauncey get knocked out or something. Then somebody stand over him with the little smoking man. You got knocked the fuck out. Or, or somebody pretend to be like a a, a referee in a boxing match and just start counting. What? <laughs> <Dude. laughs> like, that would be beautiful. If they did that, I'd be like, man, these these, these going to the Super Bowl. Man. Yeah, they they. they I'm, I'm fine. I have, I have no concerns. No concerns. <laughs> like I'm, I'm good. Um. But yeah, like getting back on top of it, like Drew just has to have a ha, has to play an efficient game. Um, take the, you know, when opportunities present themselves, take take the 10, 15, 20 yard passes when they're there. Is um, there any other quarterback you trust more in the two minute? No. Like, God damn. Like he's so good at that shit, bro. Nobody. No, nobody, bro. It's yeah, it's, I think it was in the Nick Underhill article. I don't want to put out the exact stats, but uh, like basically, like he tracked two minute drill for the past couple seasons, and like Drew Brees has like the best QB rating amongst all QBs in that the final two minutes or the final one minute or whatever, you know, amongst all QBs. Like 
it's just like you gotta appreciate that, man. Like I know, I know. Like, look, I, I, if you look at my account, I clown breeze all the time about the arm strength and all that shit. But like stuff like that, bro. Like that wins games. Like that's the difference between the uh, that's, that's Texans. Why, that's why they you know beat the, the Panthers. Right, exactly. Like that's the difference between the Falcons and you know what I'm saying. Like that wins games, man. Like so, you you gotta take like that's that's the stuff you miss. When you get a rookie quarterback, which okay, we love to get a rookie quarterback, but those are the little things you're gonna be missing. Like, man, somebody like that is just like man, like you you shouldn't even stress. Like when he's on them two minute drills, I'm stressing like, oh shit, I hope he don't leave, I hope he leaving them too, 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 too much time. <laughs> I don't want the defense to come out. <laughs> I'm trying to think, has the Saints ever run like the tie girl he played with uh try not to score? I don't think they've ever tried no. not to score. Not try not to score. No, you would you you would think with heart the heartbreaking losses, the the, the countless ones. They have never tried it. <sighs> never, bro. Um, so we'll. I mean, so, so tomorrow's Friday. The injury report's gonna come out. Uh, again, we're not gonna speculate who's who's gonna play, who's not gonna play. Because we've been burnt so many times at this point. Like we're just just done and over with. Um. But I, I do have a question for you, or I, or I, I have a I have a, a take. If there is a game, there's any game that should be a Taysom game. I think it's this one. Take this it. I I I think you. I think this is a game. I know Sean's been trying. He he put, he he pulled off a little last last week. But if you want to get seven, like this is the game to get number seven involved. Like this is a physical defense yeah. that that you're facing, um, and it should be it should be simple. Like I don't want him throwing pass. Like I don't want him throwing passes. Like either he needs to be like at tight end and he's catching and he's looking for contact, or he's running quarter. You know, power from the quarterback position and imposing you know himself and his will against the defense of the Bears. I, I think this should be a good, if you want, if they want, this should be a game that they do that with. I agree, man. Like, I'm ready to see it, man. Like, don't force it. Like, don't force it. Thank you, baby. Don't force it. What's like, up, Bree? Love for you, girl. <laughs> Adam said, what's up? Yeah, he, she just brought me a, a drink just to keep it going. True, true but, love. Uh, what a wife. Yeah, what a wife. True love. Love it. But, like, you just, like, I'm ready to see it work. You know what I'm saying? Not just the, oh, let's force him in on third and 11 right here. Nah, I want to see something drawn up. Him as a tight end. He's been out. He's been running routes like crazy. But, you know, his target just hadn't come up really, like, talking about. So, hopefully, uh you know, hopefully they can hit him up, man, because, I mean, like, you know, we're going to be shorthanded, but, you know, with the Emmanuel Sanders out, though, it's like, man, let's get funky with it. You know what I'm saying? You got to. They got to. Um, and then Deontay Harris, you know, he played a he played a, he played a damn good game from the wide receiver oh. position. Um, I want to see more, you know, see more of that, seeing him more integrated on, on offense. He's going to have to be because they're yes. still going to be down wide receivers, whether Mike Thomas plays or not. Um, but like this could be a game if it's tight, and you know it, it could this uh, this could also be like a very defensive defensive type of struggle. And I know it sounds funny to say, but like the Saints defense might come out and the Bears defense might come out and just and, you know just 
be a defensive struggle, and this could become a game of like special teams where you know wouldn't that be crazy? Why like like Deontay makes like, a play? Oh, wouldn't it be crazy if the Saints defense balls and the offense struggling? Like, wouldn't that be so Saints? Right. That would be so Saints. <laughs> so predictable. So them. So because we, we we we've established. We we can't have both at the same time. Like it's not it is it's not possible. It is impossible. Um, but it's we'll see, man. We got we it's 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 America's game of the week. We got Joe got Joey buckets and Troy. Um, so we'll 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 see what happens. And then it's it's a big game for them because on one hand they go they go to five obviously they go to five and two, um. And then they would have an opponent that they beat that the Bucks lost to. Because right now, the, the, what you got to focus on is your division. So the Saints have the head-to-head against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay lost to the Bears. So if the Saints beat the Bears, that's like another tiebreaker or whatever. Because, you know, obviously, just to keep perspective, the Saints lost to the Raiders and Tampa Bay beat the Raiders. So like you want to try to stack up as many tiebreakers against Tampa Bay as much yeah. as you can. Yeah, man. Like this is huge, man. Like, especially when you put it like that, you got to think they got to take care of business here. And you hope they take care of business next week, which we'll get to next week. But you got to take better care of business here. Cause that gives you just a little extra going into next week against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Because yeah. uh, I mean, it, you know, they don't—they don't look like they're slowing down. The Bucks, I know, I know, I know. Ninety percent of the Saint, you know, uh, NFL fans hate Tom Brady. But, you know, I get it, I get it. Dude won everything, but I mean, like last week, he was looking young, bro. He was looking, you Throwing know, that. thirty-two Throwing. years old, just slinging that sucker, like, that thing. Like, Damn, he, and, he might really play till he's forty-five. Damn, and. I don't, and I, and I, and I texted this to you. Like, there is like this, this like feeling on Saints Twitter that like the Bucks ain't shit because like we already beat them week one. And I'm like, are we looking at the same two football teams? <laughs> Come on. Like this, this, this is what we talk about. Like, t- like step away from the homerism. Like, just for Take us. The glasses off. Take the like, glasses if off. if you look at them up, like. Like object, like objectively, and you take away bias and you take away everything. Right now, the Bucks are a much better whole football team than the Saints. Like I don't, you can't. It's not debatable. It's not like, like yes, they've blown out. They've blown out teams that we've lost to. You know what I'm saying? Like we haven't blown out anybody. <laughs> like until, we, and I'm not saying we can't, but we, we haven't got to that point yet. Uh, we. We technically kind of blew out the Lions, and that's it. Like the fucking Lions. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What would he do? So I, I don't like. I, I've seen it on Saints Twitter. I'm like, are y'all look like? What are y'all looking at? Like, I get it. Like, I I get it's fun to hate on the Bucks, and and we beat them week one, and Tom Brady threw a pick six, and he threw a you know an interception to Marcus. Like, think about that. Like, that's how. That feels forever ago that Marcus was playing well that he was getting interceptions, bro. Right. Oh man. Oh, um, we're the turnovers. Oh my god, now so, you mentioned it. Something. Um, I also I want to see more from Zach Bond, man. They 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 start they, they teased us a little bit. 
Um, like this, this should be a great game where on third down, he's in there. He's just rushing, just rush. Sack have, Nick they rushed, have they rushed him yet? I, I, they rushed him a few times. It hasn't been a lot, but they've rushed him here and there a few times. Yes, they have. Okay. Yes, they have. And he's, he's, his past, his past rushes aren't like terrible. Like he, like he's not getting yeah. to the quarterback per se, but like I, I yeah. see enough where I'm like, okay, like I see it. Like I see it. Where we at on two first, bro? I, I don't know, man. Like two first making himself known. I mean, he's not. I'm not saying he, you know, he's he, he, he's Lawrence Taylor, but you know, he's made himself known two weeks in the world. He's made his he he, he has and he had the play of the game on defense um, against the Panthers. Uh, I just I, I I just want to see it more consistently. That's it. I just want to see it more That's consistently. It. That's it. That's it. So yeah. Uh, speaking of Tim, though. Where are we at on Cam Jordan? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. You know, like that was one of the reasons I was like, man, look, just let's try to get Carlos Dunlap in here because <clears throat> I, look, I'm a Cam Jordan fan. I was I was tweeting like, man, he should be productive until he's 35, 36 years old. He's just that energetic type of guy, but you know, I'm not saying he's you know, maybe, I mean, he could just be like a little slow slump. Because he's just been so consistent throughout the couple last couple of years, it's just surprising to see he's in the slump. So, and maybe it's just that, just a slump, and then you know it'll come. But I'm just hoping it's not a decline. But I just haven't seen anything physically really decline. It's just not there. Like he's he's just like a tick or two off from making the plays that he usually makes. And I and I don't and I don't know what what it I don't is. know what that is. I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's decline. I don't know if that's just chance of football because you know sex like we always talk about you know sex or what you get 12 sex that's 12 of like 700 defensive snaps you know what i'm saying so it's not like you know it's a very small number of plays but it's just surprising to see him not be as productive as he has been you know the last couple of years especially you know we've been against some trash offensive lines is, is he, even his matchups have been kind of trash. It's like, damn. I know he's got double team quite a bit, and you know, but still, you just kind of want to see a little more there uh, from old Cam. So I don't know. We'll see. He, he's going up. He should have a favorable matchup this coming week. So we'll see how he does. I just we, we just want to see see more of it from from everybody really, like really, like literally mm-hmm. from everybody to see more of it. Um, so I think we covered. Cover the game from pretty much every angle I can I can think of of, of covering it. Uh, so it's a later game. They're playing at 1.30 Pacific Standard Time and like 3.30 uh, Central Standard Time. So we'll, you know, we'll come back in the evening and re- recap the game and everything. Um, and hopefully we're recapping a win and the Saints are five and two. Um, and hope and I, I think a big thing is I just I want to see I want to see something from the defense. Like if 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 we win and the offense plays you know, to the level that they've been playing, you know, for the most part and the defense. And I know keeping the context that context that it's against the bears, that gives me a little more hope for the team yeah. going forward. And I mean, the, the trade deadline is Tuesday, trade deadlines, election day. Can we get some help? Some from, I, I don't even, I don't even care who it is at this point, Ryan, like bring someone in. 
<laughs> Man, I'm starting to feel like it would have happened by now. I, I agree with the you. COVID thing with the workouts and you, know, you got to get in on time. So I think they're kind of going with it with like how I kind of feel, which I do want them to bring a talent. Don't get me wrong. But when I look at like when I say, OK, what's wrong with the team? It's all self-inflicted. It's all internal. So they could be a better team with what they have. But I still would have liked to just bring some competition somewhere, whether it's pass rusher, cornerback to push Lattimore, uh, wide receiver just to be an extra gap on depth, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Oh shit! It could be a be a you know offensive lineman. You know uh, somebody that plays left tackle, somebody to push. You know Armstead, you know because he gets injured a lot. You know what I'm saying? So that could be a spell for him because that Hurst character. That ain't gonna cut it, and that ain't gonna work. So you know, I I just would have liked to see something make them make some kind of move since they were ready to do it before the season started. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like they were and ready to make big moves. And now, like, oh, nothing. I don't. I don't know. Um, what one thing I'll ask you, and then we'll get out of here. Yeah, I guess the was it the Good Morning NFL Football whatever show on NFL Network like postulated. Now I'll ask you this. If the Cowboys came to you right now and said, we'll give you a second round pick for Jameis Winston, what do you do? Mm. Mm. They got two oh, they, got, such a they got two wins and if, Yeah, if, so that could be like a you know top 40 pick. Top 40, bro. Top 40. Like that's that's enticing, bro. Like oh it's so much of it depends on how the Saints really, 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 really deep down in their heart feel about Jameis Winston. Asking, I'm not asking the Saints. I'm asking Ryan. Like me? I mean, I'm like a second round pick, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong. You can get some good players with second round picks, but I'm like, man, what the Saints gonna do with a second round pick? I'm <laughs> like, man, you talking about like quarterback to me is like the most. Like, come on, man, this is the most important position. You have a starting level quarterback who's throwing for five thousand yards, putting up shitloads of touchdowns, can make plays, and has you know. Took a chance to be with you in your system for a year to learn from you. To me, that's worth more than a second round pick. Mm. You know, what I mean, who, who you gonna draft with a second round pick? Like, who, who you looking at? You know what I'm saying? So, just me personally, I I just rather hold on. To, I rather because you're not even sure. But that you know, the flip side to that is, you know, he's not signed to next year. Correct. So he could easily just say, nope, uh, I'm going with another team. I'm going to be a start. I'm going. Play for the Cowboys. I'm going to play for the Jets or whoever. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it'll be a quandary, man. Like, I really have to think about it. If I, if I was able to see, you know, Jameis Winston every day in practice, how he's showing up and how he, uh, you know, how he's coming with it as far as like progressing, as far as being like a franchise quarterback. If I felt any indecision about that, I'd make the move. Right. If I was if I was like hundred percent sure, like man, I want to get this guy on the field, then I'd be like, well, you know, you can keep your second round pick. But it, man, it's it's something. I don't see Dallas doing it though. I don't. I don't Dallas, either. Dallas about to get in that Trevor Lawrence with this sweepstakes, man. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Or just the fields. You know what I'm saying? It's it, like it, 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 we talk, we talked we talked about it, man. We talked about it on the pod. Like, yeah. you do you do you stick with Dak and you pay him forty mil or do you? Draft quarterback of the future. I, I, I think you got you got to draft the rook. 
economically. And if Dak hit the free agent, come on, I, man. that's fascinating. Fascinating. Oh, that would be much more fascinating than Kirk Cousins. It's like fascinating, but but he's coming like you know it's the injury. He's coming like it's kind of like a Drew Brees situation. Obviously, it's different because yeah. it's his ankle and not his throwing shoulder. But like that ankle, like it was a bad injury, bro. Like this ain't like a. It wasn't it was. like a. It was a bad injury, but like you said, if Dak hits the open market, that to me is fascinating. Because if you really like, if you really start thinking about it, how many starting quarterback positions are there really? They're not too many, bro. Like right there's, now, there's one in Chicago. There's one in Jacksonville. Um, you know, potentially one in 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 Indy. I mean, yeah. depending on how the Saints feel with Jameis, maybe one in like there's there's not a plethora of like just open quarterback positions. Yeah, it's it's different from a lot of past years. I mean, because there's so many young guys who guys are trying to figure out who they want, you know, if they want to be with them or not. So yeah, that'd be interesting, man. It's yeah, it's not a lot of jobs. Just like this year when we saw Jameis, you know, Jameis taking a backup role, Andy Dalton. Uh, Cam Newton being signed at the last minute to the Patriots, which is for the week, for the last two weeks at least, looking like a disaster. Man. We'll see how that plays out. But, uh, yeah, man, this is crazy, bro. 2021 going to be crazy too, just like 2020. <laughs> non stop. All right, we, we, co- we covered the game from every angle. We got you ready, you were prepped. And then next week, um, we're in a, so the the schedule, if it holds up, is that obviously Sunday we're gonna come back. Uh, we're gonna you know give you the give you the the game recap. Hopefully, no shit happens where we have to record an emergency podcast. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Um, and then next week we have a, a guest who's gonna join us on on Wednesday that we're excited about. May not be a whole bunch of football talk, honestly, and that's completely <laughs> fine. Uh, and then we'll we'll be back to discuss the huge game uh, rematch against the Bucks. So we got we got you guys covered. You know, all our content's coming on the way. Uh, masks are still in the works, obviously, because of the storm. Uh, you know, it's taking a little while to get the design. So as soon as you know, uh, Nola hat plug sends. Sends us the designs. We'll put them on Twitter. We'll let you guys vote for the mask, and we'll start getting those out um, when we can. Uh, also, next week is you know I'm pretty sure as everyone know next Tuesday's you know election election day. Go out, vote. Um, if you're voting for, but if you're not, if you're voting for Trump, you can just stay at home. Like just, like, I don't care if people are coming in my mentions. I don't care if if you're voting for Trump. You can you can sit this one out. There's there's just no need. <laughs> there's chill, no need. Just chill. Just chill. Um, and then if you're a Star Wars fan, uh, enjoy uh, Mandalorian season two, which which premieres at midnight Pacific Standard Time, and will be up uh, tomorrow for everyone to everyone to enjoy. Fuck. <laughs> oh, you're in, you're at a hotel right now. I'm sorry, bro. Well, I mean, I got Wi-Fi. I mean, shit. I'm gonna watch that shit on my phone. I mean, it's it doesn't come out till twelve my time, which is like two a.m. your time. So, 
I think like I think I think you're just gonna hold off until tomorrow, bro. I might, I might be I might be up. We'll see. <laughs> see. Uh, but we covered the game from every angle. We did everything. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, hopefully the Saints pull out a win on Sunday. And with that, we're out. Peace. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.